So I think I smashed that carb answer. Um, I would say so. Yeah. Do you have any questions, Michael, off of what I just said? I feel like I don't want to like, I feel speaking of carbs, I feel like I'm just like bread and I just sopped up all the butter of knowledge that you just laid down. <laughs> so I think a lot of people look at carbs negatively because they don't go about them the right way. Right. Starbucks coffee since Theo's not around. <laughs> Solo show today, guys. Uh, no Theo Bowie. Baby Olivia is here. So congrats to Theo. If you guys are following us on Instagram, um, if you're not, do so. At mind versus muscle. Um, wait. At mind underscore verse underscore muscle. Sorry. At Cody.boomboom and at Theo Bowie. At Insta Michael now. There you go. I've tagged the wrong Insta Michael so many times there's I, more yeah because i left out the now <laughs> and i kept tagging this guy <laughs> i made that a long yeah. time ago because it was sort of like what's happening now right and, it makes sense I, I just keep i always type in insta michael and then because sometimes it pops up yeah no, no no sometimes like if i'm commenting on like an ad or something that pops up yeah it won't show me the list of people for some reason so i just have to remember sure theo's is easy because it's, it's name. his name yeah um but yeah so i kept tagging this other guy with theo and these uh like podcast advertisements for new mics and Did shit like anything? that. No, no, he never said anything back. Anyway, follow us, follow Theo, give him a shout out. Let him know baby, baby Olivia came out healthy. I guess Steph, his exact words were Steph killed it. Yep. Flexing emoji arm and said, uh, the doctors knew she was training. So anybody out there who's pregnant or who wants to get pregnant, you should be training. You should be eating healthy. You should be thinking about your health. Cause literally, and I, and I've worked with, I mean, you've seen them. I've worked with multiple pregnant clients mm -hmm. and post-pregnant clients. And it's crazy how much <laughs> efficient is the wrong word. Cause I don't think pregnancy is efficient regardless. <laughs> it's, it's a tough time and I get that, but it's crazy how much quicker the delivery is, how much less painful it is and how much smoother it all goes and how much healthier the baby comes out. If you train all the way through the pregnancy, she was in the gym. I mean, shit till like two, what, two, two weeks, weeks before, yeah. I think like in, in the last couple weeks, she just didn't go to the gym because she was just like, we, they didn't know, Right. When it was going to pop. So she was like, I'm just going to walk a ton. Dude, she was walking miles every day. Yeah. So she was like, I'm going yeah, to yeah. walk this baby out. I was like, whatever. But so, yeah. So she came out. Everything's good with them. Um, so now I'm running the show. So we're probably going to talk about nutrition. Um, some other good stuff like my hair, maybe. What what, what's, why don't you share what's going on with your hair? I'm growing it back out. Yeah. I've, I'm growing the beard out, too. I'm going like full man and just doing everything. I got like beard butter and everything. You did end up getting some. Yeah, so my barber hooked me up. Shout out to Marquise. If you guys are in the Seattle area, Emperor's Barbershop. Shout out Marquise. He's killing it. He, uh, Man, it's crazy because so he, so I met him when he was in barber school because my ex went to uh, hair design school at Jean Juarez mm -hmm. and he went there. Yeah. So like I go in here and there's like all these people, right? And, and I would pay to get my hair cut there because then the students get points and I would pay five bucks and I get a haircut and this was oh, back cool. when I was interning and shit sure. so I was like perfect and that's a nice school that's yeah a fancy right place. so so I go in there and, and I'm not gonna lie I'm biased I'm like okay I don't want a girl give me a fade like I don't want this you know what I mean so I'm like looking for somebody to come my hair and I see this <laughs> dude over there all tatted up looking hood and then I'm like first of all why is he here at Gene Juarez but I, whatever I'm gonna sh go sure. holler at him sure started talking to him so we linked up and then he moved to a barbershop in Federal Way and now he owns his own barbershop. He owned one in Kent. 
came back and then moved up to South Center Mall. So now he's got a spot in the mall, which is like the nicest mall in the state. Yeah. But it's crazy because we met when we were both like starting out in the grind and we watched each other just blow up. And I've been going to him at least every other week for the last five to six years. So it's crazy. So we've been seeing each other. We, you know, I help him out with media content and all that stuff. He like fires ideas at me. It's cool. But uh, so he hooked me up with some beard butter from his like sponsor, whoever, whatever hair product sponsors him. And it's like weird, man. You like have to like massage. I don't, I don't even know what beard butter even means. It's it's dude. It's cool. It's all organic. It's like natural thing. So it helps your skin. It helps the hair follicles or whatever grow yeah. faster. It grows smoother. It kind of conditions it so it's softer and it kind of lays down nicely. Whereas before it was like straggling <laughs> out and scratching Shannon and shit. Like, like it was pad. not pretty. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's crazy how much like softer it is. It's funny because Trav came hadn't seen me in like three or four days and he came in he's like damn your beard got hell long in a couple days and i was like it's like thick and i was like dude it's that beard butter mountain man yeah it's got it that's exactly what i'm trying to do i'm trying to be the mountain man so gonna grow back out the comb over so as you guys can see in the uh what is that the cover the thumbnail of the podcast the thumbnail yeah i have a a comb over and i was known for that comb over for so long right and and then it was funny because i buzzed it and got a fade because i was just tired of it and then we did those blooper reels for the grand opening at the new facility vigor ground and everybody did impersonations of each other right and everybody (laughs) doing impersonations was making fun of my hair but when you watch the video i had a fade because like literally like the day before i cut my hair and i came in to do my stuff last and they're like what the fuck I'm like, yeah, why? Because they're all like swooping, swooping around Exactly. Little did I know they were all clowning on my hair in their videos. So, <laughs> so I was like, shit. And we just finally, they just showed us like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So I was like, I got to hurry up and grow out my hair before the grand opening. Oh, <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to try to grow it out a little bit. So it's getting a little bit longer, but I'm going to do, I'm going to do the comb over again. I think grow the beard out this time with it make it thick. All right. That's what's, that's the updates of Cody's life. Um, I'm moving <laughs> in to a new place with shannon moving out of this spot which means michael i'm putting this out in the universe michael's creating a studio for us yeah at his place which is gonna be dope i think we're gonna have like the soundproof walls and everything no more kitchen studio no more kitchen studio we won't have anyone doing dishes or cooking eggs Um, that's it that's a fact we we might have to think about calm the goats down a little bit yeah that's the only thing there might be some goats he's uh, yeah he has he's got goats goats, he's got all kinds of stuff we'll see you got deers in your yard you got coyotes you got Mm -hmm. the other day actually you got everything (laughs) the other day actually a a bear uh got into the garbage and hauled no hauled a garbage bag into like the backwoods because i was mowing the grass the other day do people listening to this like you call me a mountain man i'm a city (laughs) slicker trying to pose (laughs) people listeners are like where the fuck does this guy live (laughs) so the other day i was on the riding lawnmower, right? Because there's a lot to mow. And I'm going around the very far back corner of the yard and something catches my eye out of, the, out of the corner and I'm looking. I'm like, what, you know, what's in the woods? You can see where something was, you know, a trail. Every All the bushes are down. So I go over there and there's garbage bag just chilling with all the food kind of pick through that's crazy but. i picture literally like a big ass bear with a big belly sitting on his <laughs> butt against a tree well and that's what kind of like the whole like winnie the pooh thing you know yeah. eating the honey yeah eating the honey out there but, <laughs> but uh, eating garbage so usually like if a coyote or something comes and gets the garbage they just tear through it right there right they don't haul it take off. it away and yeah because there was nothing there there was um a garbage can knocked over and some stuff around but it wasn't a mess that's crazy so i just thought maybe the wind picked up something you know whatever it right. fell over right Nope. Because we don't, we don't have garbage service. Yeah. Right. Everyone has garbage service 
everywhere else where you take the garbage to your street. Well, what do you do, do with it? There's, I think, 20 garbage cans, and then once a month, put it in the back of the truck, and you take it to the dump. Damn. Yeah. But it, that's cheaper than a garbage service. Fuck. Yeah. So that's the... So if anybody has been listening, and we imposed a question, what makes the difference between a redneck, a hillbilly, and a <laughs> cowboy? <laughs> Still trying to figure that out with Michael I here. I, I'm going to say you're not a cowboy because you don't have, like, revolvers and shit. Or do you? I feel like the guns I see are, like, newer. You know what I mean? I picture revolvers. Uh, I keep the. I don't think shooter. you can be a cowboy anymore. Cowboys are like, yeah, cowboys got a revolver and ride horses, and they're like Clint Eastwood. They're what? badasses that just fucking. Wait till you come come to the house, and I think see. I would classify you as maybe like a a country boy. You can you yeah know that yeah you listen, you listen to country right? Did we talk yeah. about my first country concert on this yet? Two weeks ago, right? Yeah, I don't. Even Which think is crazy that that's your first. Country I went concert. to Florida Georgia Line, but anybody who's a country that's like fan bro, bro doesn't. Country. They're like, no, that's not country. Yeah. So yeah, no. Faith Hill and Tim McGraw was cool. That was a good time. It was actually, it actually was a good time. Um, good company. Yeah, it was, it was, it was dope with the with her family and stuff. But yeah, so um, what I'm excited about that I'm building is an office. So yes. I'm having in a custom made desk. Yeah, I'm getting uh, my, like a leather couch in there. I'm gonna have a coffee table in there. I'm gonna get like. I don't think Shannon's going to let me bring uh, my Kramer Seinfeld in there. I still have that other picture, though. For yeah. You. So, I mean, I'll take them because I'll put them in storage. You yeah. know what I mean? But I don't think she's going to go with Living room. I'm, yeah, <laughs> she's not She's not buying that. But, no, I'm excited for that. So, good things on the map. But that's, funny. Um, that's pretty much it on our side, guys. The new facility is open. If you're in Seattle, you need to check out Vigor Ground Fitness and Performance. It's fucking huge. Yeah. We have more equipment than anybody in the Northwest. Um, more energy systems equipment than I've ever seen in a facility. So we got like four assault aerodyne bikes, four rowers. We got two skiers. We got another skier coming. We got a Jacob's ladder coming. We got more assault bikes coming. We got three prowlers, one rogue sled, three dragging sleds, like eight ropes. We have technically we have five full squat racks two platforms and then we have a rig that can hold nine squats so technically that's we have mammoth dude it's just it's crazy the turf is all black it's long it's uh, I, i've been walking around smiling every day just like cheesing so you're probably fun. getting way more steps too dude actually you know what's funny is like so i i looked at my apple watch the other day and i actually have been getting about two thousand more steps per day yeah just because I the facility it. is so fucking big it's crazy <laughs> it was weird the other day when i was there i mean it felt out of place because it was like you're at a brand new school right trying to get accustomed to everything but seeing everyone all spread out and nobody was like having to wait for anything everyone was doing their own thing right i was like damn like yeah it's cr- it's crazy it is crazy see. like everything is is way more in order and flows a lot better mm-hmm. um yeah so i mean that's that's all that's going on we're gonna get to a question but one last thing how, how much are we do we still have the free ebook going right now it's the seventh today free is it till the ninth once, uh, we can make it go to the ninth so i isn't it the ninth or is it the seventh it was the seventh but oh, okay well i fucked that one up so uh when is when is this gonna come this out is, this will come out the ninth so okay, you so are, you have one day. If you're listening right now, and you're a guy, jump you on. You have that. until the end of today. Even though I've, I've had multiple girls download it and hit me up. Sure. Yeah, and they emailed me and they go, "What do I have to do to make this for me?" I was like, <laughs> "All right, let me help you out." But it a lot of dude. It's been like every day I wake up to a list of people that have downloaded it. So it's really cool to nice. see a bunch of people getting the information out there. It literally sets everything up, guys. 
from how to break down everything. And the reason I brought this up is because the question we're about to go into, we're literally going to spend the whole show on this. It's going to be a shorter show, but you guys know I'm the nutrition guy. So I want to talk about nutrition. I want to cover Marty Mars question, Marty Moore, because <laughs> he has uh, he hits us up a lot and he's got a really solid question. It's very specific. So usually we like generic questions. And usually when people send us really specific questions, we try to handle it one on one or we lead them in towards coaching because the more specific you get, the more coaching you need. But because Marty Moore has shouted us out and question, asked about 97,000 questions, Good question. we are going to answer his today in a little bit more detail. And then I think it's going to be able to help a lot of people. But Marty, if you haven't already, download the book because at the end of the day, the book will help guide you with those carbohydrates and everything that you're looking to an extent. Right. The purpose of the book isn't to track numbers as much, but it does help you kind of uh, categorize and set up a template around how you should be eating. So let's let's get on to the question with it. All right. So this is the email that he sent in and he says, Hey fellas, how many carbs should I be taking in per day? I have a good understanding of what carbs I should be consuming, but not sure about portions. Should my carb intake vary depending on my workouts? Five days a week, I'm doing empty stomach 40 to 60 minutes of cardio very early in the morning. And then an hour of resistance and lifting around lunchtime. Saturday mornings, I'll usually do a long run from anywhere between two to three hours. And I'd imagine carb intake should vary slightly based on what the contrast is in fitness activity for my day. So first, so I'm going to actually like break this up into categories. I'm going to be like, okay, this is the first thing we're going to talk about. Then we're going to go here and then we're going to go here. So the first thing I want to talk about is how often he's training. He said he's strength training five days a week. Yeah. Five, five days, days a week, he's but doing, he's also doing fasted cardio in the morning, correct? In the mornings and then the, the Saturday around lunchtime. Okay, and yeah. then Saturdays he runs the the long run. So here's what I would say, man: is like first of all, when I look at that from an outside perspective, I see an extreme or rapid fat loss protocol. You're doing two a days every single day. Now, with that being said, your carbohydrates should probably be pretty fucking high if you're going to be able to sustain that for a long amount of time. Not to mention you need to have a lot of fat to lose. So here's what I would say is like, you got to look at recovery, man. Like if you're doing that much, you might not be recovering optimally. But that being said, if you're lifting at lunchtime and your lift is 20 minutes because you only have 20 minutes, then it's a completely different story. So what I would suggest to you is actually lifting a little bit less, do like four days a week, three days a week and lift a little bit longer, get more done in each session so you can actually lift heavy and get after it. Now, I would also say that I don't know if I would be doing cardio every single day unless it's a temporary thing. The only time I ever do that personally or have clients do cardio every single day is literally at the tail end of a, of a competition or a photo shoot. Like when I did my photo shoot, I literally was – I finally did cardio. I think I was doing six days a week, so every day except one day, and it literally was the last week before. before. So yeah, and then the week of, which it was on a Saturday, so that Monday through Saturday, I actually tapered back cardio. So – and I built up to that, but the most I got before that was four days a week of, of extra cardio. And that's only, and, and I was only lifting, I think five days a week. And it wasn't a crazy high intensity program because I knew that my body isn't going to sustain that. And if you're dieting, the more you do, the less you can sustain, the less you can recover, the more calories you technically need, which isn't going to help. So you got to look at everything and like, make sure that you're actually balancing things out. So first Marty, ask yourself, like, are you doing this for the long run? Or are you doing it for the short haul? What is your goal? 
I was gonna say, I don't know. Do you, has he mentioned to you? What? He hasn't. Yeah. No, so okay. I haven't even really talked to him like that yet. So what I would say is, man, like you really got to dial things in depending on your goal. I'm more in the niche in business of longevity. Like mm-hmm. 95% of my clients are like, Hey, I want to lose weight and I want to keep it off and I want to look good, feel good for the rest of my life, which is good because they're in this for the long run. I don't get people that come to me really that are like, Hey, in eight weeks, I want to look like this or in 12 weeks, I want to look like this because, and, and I do help people do that, but usually it's after they've been on it for a while. Right. You know what then I mean? Then their goals change. They want to. Exactly. They've been show. doing it for a while and they're like, you know what? I think I do want to do a photo shoot at this time. So I would probably taper down the cardio just a little bit, bro. I think that's a lot. Now, if you are doing that much cardio, you're probably going to need a lot of calories. Mm-hmm. So where did he say his carbs were? He said, I feel like he gave like a weird number. He doesn't say specifically how many he's taking. Okay. So he's saying, where should they be at? That's all. How many carbs in general, how many should he be taking in per day? Hmm. And then he laid out what his week looks like. So if you look online, like they would spit out a number, like two times your body weight, right? So if I ate two times my body weight, I would gain a shit ton of body fat just because I once was overweight. So my insulin sensitivity isn't the best. Um, I, and, and see, and then here's the other thing too. It's like Theo, mm-hmm. if he doesn't eat two times his body weight, he loses weight quick. So just to maintain his weight, he has yeah. to eat at least that. So he, he's in that category, right? So I can't really give you an answer of like exactly how many carbs you should be eating. What I would say is the best way to set this up is going to be to track your calories and see where you're at. If you're already tracking your calories, what I tell people is 10 times your body weight is going to be an optimal rate of weight loss, right? So if you're eating 10 times, so if you're 200 pounds, you're eating 2000 calories, you should be losing body fat and you should still be pretty healthy, right? If you need for like extreme, like short term, like I'm going to grind this out mini cut style or whatever, you're going to go towards 8% or eight times your body weight. But that's not sustainable in the long run, right? So it depends what your goal is. So for example, I just did a mini cut. I dropped three and a half pounds just to shut up real quick. I did it. I was planning on doing it for three to four weeks, but it went really well. And I bumped my calories back up and I maintained that weight loss. But I cut 30% of my calories. So I got down. I was at 1,500 calories for two weeks, which is really low for me. Um, Now, I'm only 161 pounds. So that's about eight times my body. Horrible at math. Sure. Because 10 times my body weight would be 1,600 or 1,600. So I bumped my calories back up to 2,000, 2,200, and now I'm maintaining that 161 pounds again, gotcha. right? So like, it kind of depends where you're at and where your metabolism is at, but I would say 10 times your body weight is going to be a healthy rate. Now, once you do track your calories, look at where they're at. So let's say you've been tracking and you've been eating 1,600 calories, and 10 times your body weight is actually 1,800 calories. So we already know you're in a pretty big deficit, and we already know that you're body's probably not where it should be metabolically, hormonally. That's not a good thing. And all the cardio you're doing on top of that isn't helping that. Make sense? So you got to look at things from a health perspective at that time. So once you get here, there's, there's a couple things we can do. You can slowly bring your calories back up or you can immediately bump them up and just alter your macros. So for instance, if you're eating 130 grams of protein, but you weigh 180 pounds and the rest is carbs and fat, you can literally just bump your calories up via protein and I guarantee you won't gain fat because your body needed that protein 
for better recovery. It, it's only going to help you stimulate your metabolism more. It's going to help your hormonally because you're taking in more calories. And it's very, very unlikely that it's going to store as any body fat because most of it gets utilized by some process of the body or it gets pissed out as nitrate. So you should be safe with that. Um, so how many carbs should you be eating within those calories? It really doesn't matter. So what they've done is they've studied like two groups, high fat versus high carb, same calorie content, mm -hmm. and both had the same exact weight loss. Calories are all that matter, calories and protein. So what I would say to Marty is how do you feel best? For instance, I have a guy who right now I program to be a little bit higher carb and a little bit lower fat just because I thought that's what he would do better with, the, with the style of um, lifting he likes to do, the sure. way I'm programming his training. Turns out he has trouble reaching his carbs and he's always overshooting fat. Really? So he was like, is there anything we can do about this? How do I get on track? I'm like, bro, let's just switch it up. So yeah. we just switched it up, kept his calories the same, great results. So it doesn't matter, right? So everybody's going to be different. And it's, and it's a sense of me metabolic flexibility. So you can do one of two things. You can just track protein and calories, and you can just let carbs and fat vary to make sure that you're hitting your total calories. Or you can decide on which day you want to go high. So some people will literally flip them back and forth because they want to be metabolically flexible, meaning their body can utilize fat or carbs for fuel. Or you can set it up however you want. Me personally, I have way higher carb than I do fat just because that's the type of food I like to eat. I train way better on carbs. Most people do. Yeah. Um, so I think yeah. For me, I think that's all we did was track protein and calories and the rest was... It's a really good lifestyle approach yeah. to do, right? So like for me, I'm like right now I'm focused on building strength and speed. Like I started adding like hurdle hops and sprints and box jumps and some explosive work again. And I'm, I'm working on like bringing up my maxes. Mm -hmm. So for me, performance is like a really big goal right now. Therefore, I'm not doing that as much. Whereas like when I'm just chilling, I'm just trying to maintain, I will, I'll bounce back and forth a bit. Yo, Shannon, what are you cooking tonight? If it's high fat, I'm going low carb today. If it's oh, high okay. carb, I'm going low fat. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. easy to flip. Um, so there's a, there's a lot of options. Now, majority of people, I would say, do really well on like a 40-40-20 split. So once you have your calories set at about 10 times your body weight, ideally, obviously, now, anybody out there who has more than 40 pounds to lose, you got to understand that this can be a lot lower for you. So look at your ideal body weight. So if you're... Let's say you're 200 pounds, but once upon a time you were 150 pounds, and that's probably a healthier weight. Mm -hmm. Then I would go, you don't need to eat 2,000 calories if you should be 1,500, right? So you can go a little gotcha. bit below that. But at the same time, if you're eating 2,500 right now and you're at 200, drop down to 2,000 because you're going to lose weight. That's a 500-calorie deficit. So you're going to lose weight quick, right? So it, it kind of depends where you're at with things. Um, so nothing is set in stone. And this is why I fucking hate calculators online. Like I get, Well, I think the worst, I think even for me, just calculators in general, yeah. the BMI one. It doesn't make any sense. When I first started with you, yeah. it said I was like borderline um, obese, overweight, over, uh, obese based on my weight and height. Yeah. But that was complete. Yeah. And that's, and that's why that, that whole thing is BS. Right. And so you got to be careful with all these and, and you got to be careful with calculators, right? Cause, cause calculators don't know where you're, you, you are at hormonally, how much you're actually burning. Right. So in the hormones, the endocrine system in general plays such a big role in a stress, everything. So you can't base things off that alone. Um, so ideally 10 times your body weight now. And, and another thing to point out is the 
the goal should be to eat as much as possible while losing body fat. So if I'm 160 pounds and I want to shred up to 155, let's say, which I don't, that's really like, I'm, I would rather slowly gain weight right now. But the point is, if I were to eat 2,500 calories and I could lose weight, that's much smarter for my body and from a health perspective than it is to eat 2,000 calories and lose weight quicker. We want to eat as much as possible while mm-hmm. eliciting change. Right, So we want to cut body fat while adding as many calories as possible. That's why the slow route is always way better. So people got to be patient. But calculators don't do that shit for you. Like They're never going to know what's best for you. So, um, Or like what you even said too of knowing what works best for you, switching up. Carbs and fats. Yeah. yeah. The main thing, guys, is like calories and protein. So see where your calories are at. Eat as much as possible while losing body fat. That's a way better way to go now that I think about it than saying a number. Typically, 10 times your body weight is where like I like to stop because that's where you start to push the line of mm-hmm. like energy, performance, mood, sleep, recovery, all that stuff. Um, so, Marty, see where your calories are at. Get your body weight and protein. And then I would just suggest splitting up carbs and fats how you prefer and how you would uh, adhere best to. Now, if performance is your main goal and you want to build a lot of muscle and strength, you might want to lean towards 40-40-20 split. So 40 protein, 40 carbs, 20% fat coming from your calories those don't have to be on the dot 40 40 20 but that's like a, an estimated ratio that usually works really well and usually the 40 percent protein is about your body weight maybe a little bit more and if it is a little more you can bring that down a little bit but um that would be my suggestion to you man um let's read through the question one more time because i feel yeah. like i'm leave, leaving something out so he out of here do you want me to do the whole thing again he said something about like how many carbs can i tolerate or something like that uh the the final part of his question was that he assumes and imagines that carb intake should vary slightly based on what um activity okay yeah yeah. for that day so what i would say here too is a lot of people ask me about carb cycling right so let's talk about that real quick like and that's kind of what he's getting at is like uh the days i do more activity should i eat more carbs well you got to understand that the body stores glucose and glycogen, carbohydrates, whatever you want to call it, and that's fuel. It stores that in the muscle for longer than an hour, right? So like this morning I had oatmeal and two hours later I trained. That oatmeal is going to work a little bit towards like giving me fuel, right? Um, But the banana I had right before more likely because it's direct sugar. Now, the main thing I'm getting at is last night I had carbohydrates that are stored in my glycogen stores. Mm-hmm. That is going to be used as fuel. So I have a lot of people that train early in the morning. I have them focus more on the night, the meal the night before than I do the morning of. Because for 48 hours, you're pretty much, your, your glycogen stores are full. Unless you are so lean and depleted or a marathon runner, so you're super depleted from just burning energy, that you have no carbohydrates stored in your body. You don't have to worry about carb cycling so much. Now, carb cycling can work from a mental perspective because we have to look at weekly caloric intake. So if you need to only consume 150 grams of carbs every day for seven days for yourself to lose body fat, that might be hard for you to adhere to because 150 grams of carbs isn't that much. So you might be better off doing four days at 200 grams of carbs and then the other days that you're not training so hard a little bit less because you will be hungrier when you train hard because you're just you're tired you're burning energy so from an adherence standpoint it might be better so if you can adhere to the diet better because you're happier because you can fit more food in on those days and then it's easier for you to take a couple days where you're eating less then it works and, and in turn you're going to lose more body fat build more muscle whatever your goal is but from a 
physiological or scientific perspective, carb cycling has no more, no real benefit compared to every day being the same in any study that I've seen or anything I've ever learned from any expert out there, any coach out there. So the main thing is just adherence. What do you adhere better to? And what I have found is that the best way to do this is actually to just have six days a week, pretty much the same and have one day a little bit higher. So you can fit food in one day. You can go out and be social, have a date night, whatever it needs to be from a lifestyle perspective. That's the best. If you have hormonal deficiencies, if you have issues, um, if you have thyroid issues, if you're a female, if you have testosterone issues, if you're a man, whatever it may be, metabolic issues, so you need to reverse diet. They've actually shown that five days of lower calories to keep body fat low and then two days in a row of refeeding at a higher calorie mm -hmm. is the only way you're going to stimulate hormonal processes to improve. If you do one refeed day, hormonally, you really don't get that much of a boost from it. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you've probably, have you ever heard of like cheat days, like helping hormonally oh, yeah. and stuff? Yeah. So a lot of people are like, well, what about leptin and ghrelin getting raised from a big cheat day, big calorie day? They've shown that it has to literally, I want to say it has to be over 12 hours consistently for it to actually raise those leptin and ghrelin levels enough to see hormonal differences in testosterone and all these different things, metabolism. Therefore, you have to have two consecutive days in a row of higher calories. So it's not that one cheat meal doesn't do shit is going to ruin no. everything now the the one cheat meal is not going to ruin everything because it actually might make it better from a mental perspective because you've been dieting for six days and that's <laughs> yeah. the whole point of having one refeed right yeah. but other than that marty <laughs> you should uh <laughs> you should probably just focus on getting your calories in every day that way like and, and here's the thing is like most people to think about like changing their calories every day changing their carbs every day what days are high, what days are low, should like, should I have them the day before so my training's hard in the morning, but then I'm hungry afterwards, like, it's just confusing, right, so get a balance and just keep it the same every day, like, that's the easiest way to go about it, that's exactly what I do, and it really does help, because even on my rest day, I still get to eat carbs, I still get to eat more food, I'm not dropping my calories low, and I recover better, I sleep better, my mood doesn't change, like, hormonally, I'm healthier, across the board, so... Nice. That's what I would say to that. Now, there was another part of the question where he asked, like, at the beginning, I want to say he said, like, how many carbs can he tolerate? I feel like was the way I was. How trying. many carbs should I be taking in per day? Is that it? And he said he's not sure about portions. Portions. That's what I wanted to get to. Thank <laughs> you. So portions. Um, some people will notice, like, like, I always recommend, like, don't go over 60 grams of carbs in one meal unless it is like a special event. Here's the reason why. And disclaimer, if you have your caloric intake in check at the end of the day, it does not matter. So if you eat zero carbs all day and you have 200 grams in one meal, you're still going to lose the same amount of body fat as if you split those 200 grams carbs all day. Here's the difference. When I have carbs before my workout, my dopamine and my serotonin levels improve because of the way my body works hormonally therefore when that ratio of dopamine to serotonin levels change my energy goes up so i can train harder so it has nothing to do with glycogen stored it has everything to do with my hormonal endocrine processes going on with dopamine and serotonin which is alertness and all these different things yeah. which now we're getting into real science yeah, right yeah. <laughs> but that's going to make me train harder now if i would have saved all my carbs till night so i can just have one 200 gram meal mm -hmm. i wouldn't have got that experience true after my workout if I do it again, it's going to have the same effect, which is going to help me recover better. It's going to help me build muscle better because my dopamine, my serotonin levels are in check. It's also going to help my central nerv nervous system 
process better, right? Because I go into parasympathetic versus sympathetic. Mm -hmm. So all these different processes in your body can change depending on nutrient timing, right? Now, when you get over about, for most people, there's some freaks out there that can eat 100 grams a meal and be totally fine. And that's like people like Theo because of Mm -hmm. insulin levels, blood sugar levels, things like that. But for the majority of people, 40 to 60 grams is at like the top notch of where you want to go per meal. Because after that, that's when you kind of, your body has a little bit more struggles absorbing it as glucose and transferring it into the uh, muscle cell and um, essentially digesting properly, right? If you eat 100 grams of carbs, you're going to shoot into parasympathetic mode. Your blood sugar is going to drop. You're going to get tired. You're going to have digestive issues because it's so much. You're probably, you know what I mean? So you got to be careful with that. Now, I still do that to this day, like plenty of times because there's going to be some times like, like last weekend, it was date night. So we went bowling and went to Mexican. Like, tell me I'm not going to have more than 60 grams of carbs. It's not likely, right? (laughs) On top of beer. So, like, there is times, and that's okay, but nine times out of ten, I stay within that, like, 40 to 60 range at most. Some meals even less. So, what I would suggest, Marty, is it's kind of portioning it out that way. The best thing to do for everybody out there is to split up your protein evenly, split up your fat somewhat evenly. You can have a little bit more in the non-carb meals, and then have your carbs kind of around your workout, but evenly spread. That's going to help recovery. That's going to help dopamine and serotonin levels it's going to make sure that you're not bloated not having digestive issues and you're not having absorption issues with the carbohydrates because at the end of the day if 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 i save 100 carbs to eat one big 100 carb meal and i absorb 45 grams of that like rapidly and good and then the rest is kind of just floating and it's slowly digesting i feel like shit i'm bloated you know what i mean it's not going to digest and absorb properly you're more likely to store that as fat eat a little bit give your body a chance to uh kind of adjust to it and then eat again later but at the end of the day, guys, calories in versus calories out at the end of the day is like the biggest thing. So I think I smashed that carb answer. Um, I would say so, yeah. Do you have any questions, Michael, off of what I just said? I feel like... I don't want to like... I feel Speaking of carbs, I feel like I'm just like bread and I just sopped up all the butter of knowledge that you just laid down. <laughs> so. Well, I don't want to like rant like crazy and then, <laughs> you know, go too far with it. But I think... I think a lot of people look at carbs negatively because they don't go about them the right way. Right. If you're eating shitty carbs and you're eating them on a frequent, like a, like a lot at one time and you feel like shit from them and you get brain fog and then you say like brain, uh, grain brain. Well, yeah. Yeah. That is bullshit. There's no validity to that. It's just that you're not going about eating properly. You're not getting adequate nutrients and this like, and here's a little rant. I fucking hate that you can't call food bad. Now it's like clean food is like, like a no, no. Now it's like, everything is fine. Like with like people who do flexible dieting and I am a big proponent of flexible dieting. There's no like clean and bad food because as long as you fit in your calories, it's okay. And if you demonize foods and you're being too strict, I don't give a fuck what you say. Like a pop tart is not good. It's bad. It's not healthy for you. In a sense of like, it's just not good. It's bad for you. It's bad for you. It's pretty good. Yeah, of course. And but, the, yeah. well, here's the thing is like, like I said, I went and ate Mexican food. It was cooked in lard. That lard's not good for me. Right. I have a balance, but I understand that it's not good, right? It's okay to call it not good. So if you fill your diet with great nutrients and whole foods, you are going to absorb those shitty foods a lot better when you do that 10% <laughs> of time when you do let those in. Right. But I just think if people focused more on health, they would be way leaner. Like I, I feel better now than I have. Uh, like this year, 2017, like I made a really big point to like kind of cut out overusing protein powder, cut out like a lot of like the only real condiment I use anymore is my ketchup on my eggs because I love fucking ketchup. Um, <laughs> but I cut out a lot of like I don't I, dude, I haven't had a protein bar in fucking I don't know how long. 
I don't think, yeah. So like, I just cut out all that kind of stuff. I don't eat candy. I don't. I haven't been doing the Airheads. Like, like you, you know, I used to do that all the time, right? Like, I'd have Airheads before I train, and it did help me get a pump. It gave me some energy. But I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go with a banana. All the time. Yeah, yeah. All the time. But I'm like, now it's I'm gonna, bananas. Now I do bananas every day, and I'm like, I've been purposely trying to get more fruit, get more vegetables, do all this stuff, and I feel so much better, and I'm leaner because of it, and it, and I'm eating more calories. So it's like, there is validity to like right. eating clean food, but you can't like fall into dogma or like be in a cage with everything and like you know what i mean afraid to eat yeah yep. so all right guys that's that's my uh carb rant carb debate marty mar i hope i answered your question if you have more questions holla at your boy the carb master 5000 cody carb mcbroom <laughs> um and i will uh answer even more boom if you love the mind versus muscle podcast want more free content and you want to support the movement, share this podcast and leave us a five-star rating and review to get your questions answered on the next episode. See the show notes for our social media handles and hashtag mind versus muscle.